Blog Talk Radio. And I And thank you for tuning into Help for HD Live. Help for HD Live is brought to you by Help for HD International and is made possible by our sponsor, the Griffin Foundation, and a education grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals. I am your host, Katie Jackson, and today we have Dr. Leslie Thompson on with us. Dr. Thompson is a Chancellor Professor of Psychiatry and Human Behavior and Neurobiology and Behavior at the University of California, Irvine. Leslie Thompson of the Sue Bill Gross. Stem Cell Research Center and UCI Mind has been awarded $6 million by the California Institute of Regenerative Medicine to continue her CIRM-supported efforts to create a stem cell treatment for Huntington's disease. We are really excited to have her on the show today. So welcome, Dr. Thompson, to the show. And um, let's start out by telling us a little bit about how you got involved in HD research. Sure. Thanks very much, Katie. It's nice to be here. Uh, yeah, I had been a graduate student here at UCI, and I took a class, is actually how it started for me. It was a class on human genetics, and it was at the time of the human genome um, centers and and cloning DNAs and all those kinds of things, and uh, they presented Huntington's disease. I'd never even really heard about it, and how they had just mapped the disease gene to a particular region of the DNA. This was before the disease gene was identified. And I just became fascinated by the potential and by the disease itself and uh, ended up joining a lab as a postdoctoral fellow, which is now 30 years ago. I've been working on this and um, met families, met Nancy Wexler, who is leading the consortium at the time to identify the disease gene for Huntington's disease. And that was it for me. Um, and then that was really reinforced. I would go down to Venezuela and work with the families down there as well. Um, so I've been committed ever since. Yeah, it's so I remember when I first met you years ago and I started hearing your story. First of all, I couldn't even believe you were part of that because you look so young. Um, I don't know what you do to keep yourself looking so young. But, yeah, you really have been part of this journey for a very, very long time and, yeah. and um, was a part of some exciting times of finding the gene and, and all that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully Incredible. we're in exciting times. Yeah, exciting times soon of finding therapies and treatments, um, hopefully. Yeah. And and um, that was really, you know, the hope when the gene was found was that, okay, we're going to have something in another five years, or and it's just taken a while to understand what's going on in the disease. Yeah, yeah. So you recently received funding to support a continued development of a promising new treatment for HD. So tell us a little bit about that research. Sure. So this is a grant funded by the California Institute for Regenerative Medicine. And um, 
it is to, we've been working with them for a number of years to try to identify what they call this uh, development candidate for Huntington's disease. So this is something that you might be able to move forward in clinical development as a treatment. And in this case, it's a stem cell derived product. We use what are called neural stem cells. And these are cells that can then um, go on to form neurons in the brain or astrocytes, so multiple brain types, brain cell types, um, when you what's called differentiate them in, in a dish. Uh, and so we thought, based on uh, some other work that had gone on in the field in Alzheimer's disease, that maybe these cells might provide some trophic support. So they might sort of nurse the cells in the, in the brain, in the HD brain, keep them healthier for a longer period of time, uh, and that they might go along these lineages or, or go along into more mature brain types when they're transplanted in the brain. So what we did in, in mice was we took these cells, um, put them into the striatum of, of the HD mice, which is one of the areas that shows the most profound um, neurodegeneration in HD, and found that they actually really improved multiple outcomes in the mice. And we used three different mouse models, and this works all in collaboration with Mike Levine and Marie-Francoise Chesselet at UCLA and with the UC Davis GMP facility, which is good manufacturing practice. So to be able to have these cells go into human brain, they have to be made under very, very careful conditions, and the UC Davis group is able to do that. Um, and so they those uh, cells are showing a lot of promise, and beyond what we thought they might do by sort of nurturing the environment, they also seem to differentiate or go along into these more mature brain types and even potentially form some connections in the brain to um, aid in communication within the brain itself. So the functions that the brain carries out normally seem to be improved by these cells. So this particular grant is then to move this further forward and uh, take it along a clinical path. So at this point, what our goal is, is over the next 18 months, we'll be doing what are called pivotal safety studies. So that's to take these cells, um, put them into mice, but really test very rigorously to make sure, you know, there's no tumors that form in the brain, there's no um, safety issues, they, they all, every, the brain looks healthy, and, and, you know, there's nothing that would prevent going into a human clinical trial. Um, with the cells. Mm -hmm. And so that goes on over the next 18 months, and then we filed what's called a uh, IND with the FDA. And so this is the, mm -hmm. the point at which they evaluate the treatment and your protocol for a clinical trial and decide whether that can be moved forward into patients for a phase one clinical trial. Yeah, and and how is like a treatment like this? Because we know with you know these ASOs, it's spine. Unicure is talking about right. brain going straight. And so, what is what would be some a way that these cells would be put into the human body or get to the brain? Yes, good question. So they would be actually um, surgically uh, injected into the brain. So similar to what they had done years and years ago with uh, other types of transplantation or deep brain stimulation, you have a, a needle that would go into the striatum and the cells would be injected there and you do that, a neurosurgeon would do that. Um, so it is a surgical procedure, it's different than say putting it into the, um, you know, into the, uh, as they're doing with the ASOs and the spinal cord. Um, and it, 
but it's a it's it's um, been done over and over again, and it's been doing for being done for stroke uh, and other indications. Mm-hmm. But it is different and, than say the and, ASOs. Oh yeah, and then so I know um, like all these different types of. Um, uh, procedures would have to be, and I know that this is all like very pre. The IND has to go through the FDA, and you know everyone has to cite this. So, but what is right. kind of the thought about how often would this be? Is this a one once in a lifetime, or is this something that would have to be done a co- every couple of years? Or great question. It it's a one time thing. Um, the goal is that you would only have to do it once, and these cells would survive in the brain. What we find in the mice is that under particular conditions of um, immunosuppression, which would have to be done in this case, that the cells divide, they um, survive and differentiate into um, various types of brain cells. So it would be a one-time treatment, surgery. Yeah. Wow. And um, so this is, I, I think that this is like so, every time I do one of these shows, I, I start to talk to people and we're talking about how long this has been looked at. Because I know as the community, we're always like, we want it yesterday right right um, but you know research takes years and years so so how long have, have you guys been looking at this and, well, and researching this we've been probably 10 years at least been working on this yeah. um, we did this first just with mouse cells into mouse cells and now we have these human um, cells that we put into the mice and and each mouse trial the long-term ones take nine months you know, 10 months to do, mm-hmm. and then the analysis. So each thing takes about a year. So it's taken a very long time. Yeah. Also just working out the conditions of which cells to use has been, and there's a number of approaches around the world really to, to use this kind of cell-based transplantation. Um, people in Europe are also working on different approaches to do this, and we've really gathered as a community, which is great. We have a meeting coming up in two weeks, as a matter of fact, to have this be a more global effort and work with each other and figure out the hurdles and how to solve things and what we need to have in place before moving forward. So this is really a global effort for Huntington's disease. That's fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, so human trials, we're probably looking, and I I know that that's always the number one question that people want to know. Well, when are we going to see it in humans? And really that kind of depends on the FDA, right? Correct. Yes. So if the FDA gives the go ahead and, you know, we're working very hard to make sure we have everything in place, then um, in the next, you know, two years, the phase, the beginning of the phase one trial could start and we'll start very slowly um, with just a few patients to to make sure things are very safe and do this very carefully. (laughs) Sure. But I I have, you know, a lot of optimism for it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And like you were saying, a lot of this stuff has been being used in other diseases like Alzheimer's and then even the, even the, to put it into the body is being used in deep deep brain stimulation. So these are, these are techniques through this that have, that have been used, right? Right. The surgical techniques have been used. This type of cell itself um, has not been used yet, but uh, the, the techniques are certainly in place. And for for instance, for Parkinson's disease, there's a group called G-Force, and they're working very actively to um, put in cells that will rescue that part of the brain, the dopaminergic neurons um, that are lost in Parkinson's disease. So there's there's efforts ongoing for various neurodegenerative diseases, and we're learning from each other how to do this. Yeah. Well, 
I think I, we are so excited, and I, I really, when we get moving, um, if we can do an update show um, in the next sure. uh, maybe year or so, we, I would love to, to follow this along the way. And, you know, I am so thankful for uh, California Institute of Regenerative Medicine. Um, so much amazing research uh, just sits and never gets funded. And so for them to see this amazing research and, you know, put money behind it is, is so important and because we have brilliant researchers like Dr. Leslie Thompson and community members that are willing to stand up and talk to agencies like the FDA and CIRM and tell them our need. Now we're seeing things yeah. start moving forward. So and, a big shout and out I to should mention um, just community. very quickly mm-hmm. to mention that CIRM is going to be on the ballot again in um, 2020. So we have the opportunity in California to keep it going. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, they've been, They've been a great organization to work with. They've been incredible. They really, I think, yeah, I think they truly um, care about HD. Um, They do. I know that I've, yeah, had the opportunity to work with them um, on their blogs and different things and their patient advocacy side. And and they really do understand, I think, the urgency. And and I think they really would love to to see see a a treatment therapy um, for Huntington's. So, yeah, yeah. Well, thank yeah, thank you so much, Leslie, for coming on with us today. And if there's anything, please reach out to us that you need. If we need to speak up at a meeting or if we need to go out and vote, Californians, please let us know what we can do to help you um, uh, in your you, work. Katie. Thank you, Thanks. And thank you for yeah. what you're doing. Thanks so much. Yes. Thank you. Talk to you soon. You too. Bye-bye.